I will freely admit that as a human being, even if I have practiced mindfulness for decades, that at the end of the day, I still find myself, because I am human, having thoughts about people that I am in various kinds of relationships with, and I can have those thoughts right when I'm with them, exactly when they are happening, and be able to and be able to cope only because of the fact that I have practiced mindfully coping with those thoughts and those internal reactions. There's nothing special or amazing about me or about being able to do that. I'm simply just a human being that has practiced paying attention to my mind and to watching the thoughts and not identifying with being the person who's having these thoughts and not believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. It's been a really interesting week because I became very aware of the fact for whatever reason, and I really don't even need to know what the reason is. I spent a lot of years needing to have the reasons for everything that I was thinking, especially when I was catching myself in the act of thinking things or reacting a certain way. And not, and, and not feeling good about the fact that I was thinking whatever it was that I was thinking or the, react, you know, the reaction that I was having internally, the way that I was feeling defensive, uh, the way that I was you know, emotionally contracting. Uh, it could also be the fact that some of the thoughts I was thinking were not very kind thoughts towards other people. And if, as most people have varying degrees of sensitivity to these kinds of things, what'll ha- what will happen is that sometimes I can find myself thinking thoughts about someone that I could be very close to and that I do love and do care about, but somehow either, either A, they are saying or doing something that I'm reacting to in some way, or B, they're just being who they are and not really trying to do anything or saying anything to me at all. And it's all about my thoughts about what I think they're thinking or how I think that they feel about me. And so this is really a game that we can play in our heads to the point that we can find ourselves with people that we love and care about a lot. And we're actually not in the moment. We're not really with them We are actually somewhere else lost off in our own heads. Somewhere else, not here in the present moment where everything is happening. And we're busy believing that this person is somehow not, you know, that is someone else. Because I've decided I think I know who they are. I know what they're thinking. I know how they feel about me. And it makes it very, very difficult to be open and vulnerable with people when... I'm walking around, in this case, I'm walking around with a model in my head of who I think they are and not really who they are. Because the only way that I can really experience who they are, I don't think that I can rationally know who anyone is. I don't think that I really need to do that anymore because of the fact that all of us are really constantly changing. The the me that is right in this moment and this is speaking from a physical, you know, from a biochemical standpoint, as well as a spiritual standpoint. And I realize, you know, that it's up to each individual 
they don't have to, but ultimately we can look at, at people really those two different ways. I'm sure there are other ways, but right now I'm just really focusing on those that we tend to change, that our essence, while it generally stays the same over time in general, we have different facets of our being and different facets of our personality. And so the, the me that is speaking right now maybe thinking things and experiencing things that a minute from now or five minutes from now may be completely different. So what I'm getting back to the point that I really don't want to get caught up in trying to rationally believe that, you know, anyone is who I think they are. What I really want to do is just be with them as they are in any given moment and be open to the fact that I can't really define them by what I'm experiencing in this moment. This is just who they are. This is just who I am. And if I can remember these things, and it makes it so much easier to be with people, and it makes it so much easier really for me to be who I am. And that's really, and I don't even have to know what that is. It's just what I am experiencing being myself in any given moment. And I know it's a lot easier if I can cope with the thoughts and the reactions that I'm having about other people. And this week brought me a lot of opportunities to, and for some reason I was doing that a lot this week, and I don't really know why. It could be something physical, it could be something biochemical, it could be something spiritual, I really have no way of knowing. But it was interesting in that some of the things that I, were, that I was thinking were absolutely some of it was incredibly outlandish there was I was really finding myself this week with people that I was am very close to feeling like somehow I just know that they're thinking something about me that is negative that somehow that they see me in a way that doesn't make me feel good about myself and the beautiful part was that I very quickly became aware of it only because I have practiced And again, there's nothing special about me. There's nothing extraordinary. It's just that I have practiced doing this because I I know in my heart that practicing doing this allows me to be able to not be completely overtaken by my own thoughts. And my experiences of life are not completely dominated by what it is that I'm thinking. I can't do that naturally. It's something that, that, that we have to practice being this way that it's I don't I don't know I can't say there may be some people who are quote unquote hardwired for this and can be very mindful naturally but many many people I have worked with and that I've taught over the years this is something that really has to uh, to be practiced and it doesn't have to be but it's if we want to be able to cope with the difficulties and the unnecessary suffering that we experience due to believing what we're thinking, to identifying with those thoughts and identifying ourselves as the person that it's all happening to, whatever it is, whatever it happens to be in any given moment, that this is really is the only way that I found that this this really is can be done. And so by practicing this, I've been able to sit this week and actually these are thoughts that I'm thinking 
about people or some sort of reaction that I'm having to them. Or and in, in some cases, they I, I can't say that they were really saying anything specific or doing anything specific. It was just that somehow I was entertaining these thoughts. Somehow I was thinking negatively. My self-talk really was was negative and it was almost it was almost guised under the belief that this was you know it's almost like I was trying to convince myself that this wasn't me talking this was someone else talking and not that I was trying to delude myself that they were saying certain things but it's just I was very busy thinking these thoughts about how I f- how I felt like or I was thinking that they were feeling a certain way about me so without getting incredibly circular with, with this, what I really want to say is that the only way for me to be able to cope with this, because it's very, very easy, and I've experienced this many, many times, that I can get very carried away with these thoughts that I'm having. If I really believe that someone is thinking something about me, or they feel a certain way about me, that can become my reality. And then I can start literally having thoughts about this person and it's really very unfair to them and it's and of course it's unfair to me as well but I can begin to start treating them differently without even realizing it if I'm not aware if I'm not being mindful if I'm not practicing watching my thoughts and paying attention to them and being aware of them and not and actively choosing to not believe them, to just let them let them come and let them go and let them pass and do whatever it is that they're going to do, and I don't have to be a part of it if I choose not to be. This it's very it's it's much more impersonal. I tell this to people a lot that this thoughts that we're having are so much more impersonal than we ever dreamed possible. They're just thoughts, and because of the fact that if we practice believing that we are our thoughts and that everything that we think is reality <clears throat> it's very natural for us to begin to feel like that that this is the case and we believe it and we take it seriously and it's easy to defend this it's easy to begin to feel threatened when someone questions these assumptions that we make about what is reality based on the thoughts that we have and the way that we think it is and so this week was one of those weeks where I, for whatever reason, was doing this quite a bit. And uh, what I really had to do, or what I chose to do, was just simply sit with these thoughts. And once I became aware of the fact that I was thinking these thoughts, and that they, they were just thoughts, and reorienting myself, what I found was is that I really don't know if this person has ever felt a certain way about me that I've convinced myself that they have. And so it was, it was a, a, even though it was painful at times, because for, for whatever reason I was doing this. And, and as I say again, even though that I've practiced mindfulness for decades, it doesn't make us immune to anything. And I've found people, I've sometimes have been disappointed to find that you can practice something over a long period of time and obviously people we we you know we sometimes we want to change we want to be differently we want to be different we want to you know we want to change the way that we are and what i find is the only thing that i can really do i can't really change myself i can't really force myself to not think these thoughts i can't force myself to 
not play this game with myself, so to speak, to try to convince myself that what I think other people are thinking about me is actually what they're thinking about me. What I instead have to do is just to be open to the fact that I'm never really going to know. And then taking it a step further, I can get to a place where I don't really even need to know what they're thinking about me. Because if I'm really paying attention to what is important to me, it's really about being the best me that I can be. It really gets down to me taking care of my own business or what they call cleaning my side of the street. The work that I do on myself, it's really not up to me to convince anyone else, you know, who I am, what I'm about, how they should think about me or how they should feel about me. And I know that it's very easy to get caught in that trap of, of somehow feeling like we need to do that. And so what I have found is that the best thing for me to do as far as my, as far as the work on myself is just to do the basics. It's just really the ABCs and the one, two, threes, so to speak, as they said in preschool and kindergarten. And it really is that simple. It is very painful to do this practice sometimes because it, in order to do this, we have to pay attention to a self that is thinking thoughts that sometimes don't feel good. They don't make us feel great about ourselves. They don't make us feel great about our lives. But for whatever reason, we're thinking these thoughts. And I cannot, I cannot self-improve my way out of this. I cannot try to transform myself into someone who doesn't do this because then I'm spending all of my time just focusing on trying so hard not to do something and putting all this energy and time into that. What I'm going to find is that I am going to be whatever I pay the most attention to and whatever I'm thinking about the most because that's all I can see. And for whatever reason, the human experience, at least for me, I have found that this is really the way that it it seems to work. And so the only way that I've ever been able to do this sustainably, and when I say do this, I just mean that the only way that I've ever been able to cope with my own thoughts is to, first of all, the most important thing is to accept that I have them and that I can't change it, that there's really nothing that I can do about that. And it's time that I'm wasting trying to fight it that this is the way I'm neurologically wired. And so if I can just, I guess I would say that what I'm doing is I am literally training myself. And this is really what mindfulness practice comes down to. I'm training myself to be able to sometimes sit with being this being that I am thinking these thoughts that I'm thinking, and I may not like them and they don't always feel good, but I I know that most people know this. But at the same time, though, if I can just be more of a witness to them, more of an observer of them, then what I'm finding is that if I can open up just a little bit of headspace, just a little bit of distance between who my identity of who I think I am and these thoughts, that I can begin to watch them more like a, 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 a third-party observer, that I can really stand back and be able to not and to be to be able to be more objective and not so reactionary as I heard someone say recently it's uh that's really where it's at and so the only way I can be there is to practice being there the only way that I can practice the only way that I can experience being a human being is to is to practice being this kind of human being that does this without identifying with it without believing anything about it other than this is me 
or, you know, this, I'm just, this is who this, this is what the experience of being me is practicing this. And it was able to, you know, by doing this and staying focused on being aware of my thoughts and observing them, what I found this week was that I, even though I sat through some fairly stormy weather in terms of what my thoughts were, uh, I was able to just let them come and let them go. And I found myself, it was easier to not to not give into the urge to suddenly treat someone different because I thought they were thinking something about me or if they said something, I interpreted it to mean that they were somehow, you know, feeling a certain way about me. The temptation to begin to close myself off to them because I somehow was inferring through their behavior, through just the way that they were in those moments, the temptation was very great to shut them out or to be distant or, you know, and, and these are things that happen sometimes, you know, just any way that I can try to close myself off from other people to pretend. I, and I, what I'm thinking I'm doing is I'm protecting myself against them. And in many cases and almost all cases, looking back on my experience with this, what I'm really doing is I'm really just reacting to my own negative thoughts that I'm having about someone. Now, clearly, if someone is saying something hurtful to me or behaving towards me in a hurtful way, that's a di- really a different story. But there again, what I find is that they, they really is a whole different conversation. But I, what, what I want to do there is I really want to be able to, you know, as tough as it is, as difficult as it can be, I still want to be able to keep my side of the street clean, so to speak. I want to do the work on myself. And I have the ability to do that if I choose to, and we all do, everyone does. It's just a matter of choosing this. And even whether someone is treating me outwardly in a certain way, or I just think that they are, and I'm inferring it from their behavior, what I want to do, where I want to stay focused is right here in the here and now. And what I want to do is I just want to be watching those thoughts and letting them go. <clears throat> and if I am somehow needing to identify with them and I'm somehow feeling the need to react to them, to these actions or to these thoughts that I'm having, it really doesn't matter. In other words, it's, it's this, this, it's really and that. And that to me is really freeing that I realize that the work that I'm going to do, whether someone is treating me in an unloving way, whether someone is taking me for granted, whether someone has disappointed me, or whether it's just I think someone is thinking something about me that I don't like. It's as simple as that. It's it's somehow I feel like I'm being taken for granted. You know, things that somehow I think that they think that I'm not good enough or that I'm not able to do something. It's a lot of that is really just me talking to myself and what I'm doing is I'm trying to convince myself that other people feel a certain way about me or they're actively thinking certain thoughts about me. And it does get to be very overwhelming when we try when we try to play the game of, well, are they really thinking this or not? And then it gets to a point where I don't want to be the person that's constantly asking people and needing reassurance from them about what they think about me. Uh, I've been that guy as well, and I don't want to do that either. So it all, everything really ultimately brings me back to this moment where the work is really on me, that this is really, you know, this is, this does is the burden is not on anyone else to make me feel good about myself. 
it is really about me doing that work. And I know the only way I've been able to do it is to just practice being aware. And it's as simple as that. Uh, it's not always exciting. It's not always fun. It is certainly sometimes very painful. <clears throat> but it is really, the, to me, the only way to be in the present moment and to be able to mindfully cope with wherever I find myself. And I was in some of those situations this week where I had I had work that I had to do. I had responsibilities that needed to be discharged. <clears throat> and these thoughts that I was having and these internal reactions that I was experiencing were not helping me to be able to do that effectively. It literally created this sense of heaviness that it was much more difficult for me to do these things that I needed to do because I was really doing this to myself. I was reacting in these ways and I'm not and this is not in a way of beating myself up emotionally or judging myself. This is really more about just being aware of it and then being able to let it go and, and let these thoughts go and these internal reactions go. And it made it easier. It didn't it wasn't immediately it didn't just immediately change everything to the point that I was immediately relieved and could begin again. But I know that it, that it, even though it took some time to get to a place where I did feel more at peace and I was really able to reconcile myself with the fact that all of these things that I was thinking and had been thinking could be completely untrue. And it's almost like in a way, it's kind of like a do-over. It's like I could really, the day didn't have to be ruined. I could literally just start over. I could hit the reset button and just find myself back in this moment, being with people that maybe a few minutes ago I was angry at them for whatever reason or I felt hurt or I felt taken for granted but I had no real concrete reasons to feel that way unless they were doing something or saying this to me and then again it's really about then it's like I don't want to react to that but this wasn't what was happening this was all me and I take full responsibility for that and I made things way more harder than they needed to be and way more difficult than they needed to be and I know that I don't really have to do that. And I, but I've also, at the same time, want to be able to forgive myself. And I want because I, I realize I could get really caught up in that and, and emotionally beating myself up and judging myself really harshly. And then I'm doing it again. I'm now having these thoughts about myself, and I'm seeing myself as the perpetrator, as a bad person. And then I'm going to react. I'm going to relate to everyone from that paradigm, from that viewpoint. And uh, I know that's not going to be really healthy for me or, or really for anyone else that I'm interacting with. So it's really just a matter. It comes right back to the same place that it generally always does. And that is that I just want to be able to pay attention to these thoughts as they come and go. That I want to watch them without believing that with them. I want to want to watch and pay attention to them without identifying with who I'm trying to tell myself that I am in this story that I am that I'm that is playing out in my head that I'm the creator of I am writing it if it is a movie I'm the person that's writing the script that's putting together the screenplay and ultimately deciding how the story is going to go and I know it's just a story and it's not reality and a lot of in a lot of cases it is very far removed from reality and I say that really almost laughing because I can think of so many times in my life when I have gotten so far into the weeds and so far off off the track, off the road, so to speak, with these stories in my head. And the beautiful part is I can very quickly, if I practice doing so, 
just come back to the here and now and return back from that. I don't have to ride this thing out to this story out to its fullest, to its, uh, to its conclusion. I can actually just, I can jump off the train, so to speak, and I can do it in a safe way. Uh, the train can keep on going. And that's really, in fact, in the moment that's really coming up to me is probably, at least for me, the most uh, powerful euphemism for this. The train that's rolling is going to keep rolling. That's those thoughts. They, they have a life of their own. They're just thoughts. It's not me. All I have to do is if I'm, in a, if I'm believing those thoughts, I'm, I'm, I'm basically hopping a train and riding it to a certain destination. And usually that destination is a place where I'm not going to feel good about myself. And in a lot of cases, I'm not going to feel good about others or about my life or what I'm doing or where I find myself. So I can really just jump off the train safely. And the only way for me to do that is through mindfulness practice and ultimately through mindful coping, through coping with my own life and in the, in the circumstances that I find myself in in the most mindful way that I possibly can.